Today's gospel presents many themes for discussion. We could talk about faith, we could talk about commitment, or discipleship. I want to take you on a slightly different path. Let's try to be Bartimaeus for a moment. If it helps you, you may close your eyes. Envision sitting on your cloak as you do most days, trying to get attention. You know that this man Jesus is coming. You've heard about him. You know that he can heal. He's done so several times. And he's supposed to pass along the path where you're sitting. You know that you're not accepted, not considered clean, and even thought of as sinful since you have an impairment. What would you do? Would you dare to attempt to get Jesus' attention? What would you be thinking? Here's one more person who makes promises. I've been disappointed so much. Why bother? Or would you cry out for help, trusting that God would dare hear you? Maybe that's a definition of faithfulness. Trusting God enough to ask for the impossible. If you closed your eyes, you can open them now. I don't want that to be an excuse for anyone. (laughs) We all have the chance every day to ask God for something. You aren't blind, maybe, but you are trying to get the nerve to call out for something that you need. Maybe it's healing. Maybe it's justice. Maybe it's equality. Maybe you need help volunteering with the homeless or tutoring a child, or being a good caregiver, or befriending a kid who everyone else ignores, or reaching out to someone overwhelmed by grief, and you don't have a clue what to say to them. Are we afraid to ask God for help? Bartimaeus wasn't. The good news is that we are free to risk, to love, To live, to work, to dream, and to struggle, even if what we attempt seems impossible. God's promise is that there is no small gesture and no impossibility for help. He hears us, and for this reason we are free, even to fail, trusting that the God who raised Jesus from the dead will also bring all things even our failed efforts, unto him. Bartimaeus probably felt that he had a prime location on the road to Jerusalem. Those making their way to the temple might be especially generous. They might feel particularly spiritual. Even today, the roads and steps around worship sites are often the gathering place for the poor and needy. However, the crowd following Jesus this day was not exactly like that. Maybe they had other priorities. Excited because Jesus was making his way to Jerusalem and fireworks might be coming. Jesus was well known in the countryside by now and some hoped to experience his impressive teaching or his miraculous healing. Some others like James and John were hoping to receive some power and honor from Jesus. So regardless of individual motivation, They were not an especially generous crowd. The crowd didn't just ignore Bartimaeus. 
They reprimanded him. They tried to shut him up. How dare he think that he was worthy of Jesus' attention? But what did Bartimaeus do? He persisted. He took a risk. He called out to Jesus for help, and Jesus responded. Not only Bartimaeus' sight is healed by Jesus that day, but he healed the spiritual blindness of the crowd. They were blind to Bartimaeus. They didn't see him as important or even worthy of human dignity. His suffering was not significant enough to warrant their patience, their tenderness, or even curiosity. The priority of the crowd, including the disciples, was to restore order, maintain a social hierarchy, and keep the privileged comfortable. Jesus gave Bartimaeus more than physical sight. He gave him visibility and validation within the community. And get this, Bartimaeus, in his blindness, saw Jesus as the crowd didn't. He called him the Son of David, a title that Jesus didn't use or make known. The Gospels have made it clear that Jesus' true identity remained hidden from most people until after the resurrection. Even his disciples struggled to understand who and what their teacher was all about. But Bartimaeus saw Jesus as holy and purely as Jesus saw him. The gaze and the recognition in this story were mutual. What do you want me to do for you? Were you struck with the strangeness of this question? Isn't that answer obvious? Bartimaeus is blind. He sits by the road all day, every day, begging. What happens with this one question from Jesus? I think he gives Bartimaeus dignity with all the human complexities of many desires and many longings. He invited Bartimaeus into an honest self-reflection in order to grow and to heal. This is exactly what Jesus does for us. When we seek his guidance, his help, we immediately are asked, what is in your heart? What do you long for? Where can we find each other? It's frightening unless you have the faith of Bartimaeus and are willing to risk all honesty, vulnerability, and trust before God. There are many voices crying out, but so many times I have selective hearing. Acknowledging some voices that sound familiar, ignoring others that seem less so. And even attempting to silence those voices that would challenge or inconvenience me too much. The story of Bartimaeus, however, reminds me that in listening to the cry of the stranger... I very well may learn something new about the priorities and compassion of God. This is God's doing, you see, that we are all free. Free to risk, to dare, to love, to live, to work, to dream, to struggle, and even to fail. All in hope. Bartimaeus offers us the assurance that anyone, everyone, can have the spiritual insight needed to perceive the mysterious ways of God through the ministry of Jesus Christ. 
Most people know the Anglican clergyman John Newton's famous hymn, as well as the story of his conversion, which meant he went from being a slave trader to one of the forces behind abolishing slavery in England. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. I once was lost, but now am found. Was blind, but now I see. Jesus can heal my blindness and yours if we, like Bartimaeus, are ready for the call and willing to follow him. Amen.